Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien and Agnes Drew, and it's day 1034 since we came back on the air. Today, listeners, we thought we'd do one of our periodic check-ins to let you know how things are going here at the station, what are some things that we've been doing to make ourselves more comfortable, and hopefully give you some tips on how you can do the same wherever you are. Today, we're going to be talking about our sleeping arrangements. Yes, we all sleep in the same room, and yes, it was awkward in the beginning. But after three years and some time to determine where everybody's boundaries and comfort levels were, we've got a pretty good system. So it's a moderately sized room. There's enough space for all three of us to have a corner plus a common corner. We have enough room, actually, that two more people could theoretically live here. But at this stage, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. We have the occasional guest, but nobody has stayed more than a day or two. We've managed to scrounge a small mattress from local sources, uh, which is to say abandoned houses. No bed frames, unfortunately, because they would take up too much space. But the mattresses are fine on the ground. I knew a woman who just lived like that all the time. She never had a bed frame, just a mattress and box springs on the floor of her bedroom. It seemed weird to me at the time, but now having done it myself for the last three years, it's not so bad. We're constantly on the lookout for bedding, though. Blankets, pillows, sheets, quilts. We use some of it for trade goods occasionally, but mostly what we have it for is uh, for the winter, when it gets really cold in here, and because none of this stuff lasts forever. We have to wash it down in the ocean, and the salt water is a lot rougher on fabric than regular water would be. The closest fresh water is too far away for laundry, and we get our drinking water by saving the rainwater, so we don't want to use that. We also have little barriers set up so we can have at least a little privacy while we're sleeping. Of course, that doesn't do much to block Max's snoring. I do not snore. How would you know? I would wake myself up if I did. I'm a very light sleeper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But uh, seriously, folks, uh, you do want to try and take care of your bedding if you can. And like Agnes said, be on the lookout for more. But eventually, we might have to go back to what our ancient ancestors did. What was that? Sleeping on a mattress of leaves and grass. Ew. Yeah, I'm with Agnes here. That sounds uncomfortable. More uncomfortable than the bare ground? Besides, I'm serious. Ancient humans did this thousands of years ago. One find, which was called the oldest mattress in the world, had layers as old as 77,000 years. It was found in South Africa. Well, good for the ancient South Africans, but I hope we never have to do anything like that here. It sounds itchy, and I'm sure it was filled with bugs. Actually, probably not. In addition to all the other things about it, the scientist who discovered it said that it used a top sheet of leaves from a tree called the River Wild Kints that had insect-repelling properties. They also said that there was evidence that that it was occasionally burned, which would also get rid of pests and possibly garbage. Still sounds itchy. Well, you'd want to try and find soft leaves and soft grasses. And no matter what you and Agnes think of it, it definitely worked because this mattress looked like it had been used and added to for thousands of years. And it was huge, about 12 inches high and about 22 square feet. It was big enough for a whole family to sleep in it, 
which would be important for warmth and protection. No offense, Max, but I'm glad we don't all have to sleep in the same bed. None taken, I agree. I have a hard enough time sleeping by myself without having to worry about taking an elbow to the side of my head in the middle of the night. Oh, that would never happen because the two of us would never get to sleep because of the snoring right in our ears. I do not snore. Sure, Max, sure. Well, listeners, that's about all the time we have. Hope you got some useful information out of this. I've heard of some folks who are trying to bring back looms and fabric creations so new bedding can be made. But that was at the old communities like Deerfield and St. Eloise. And without those, there's no telling how long it might take to get that technology back. In the meantime, load up on bedding whenever you can. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Agnes Drew, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Max Jane Saw O'Brien. Hey! Take care of each other.